0: Bueller, 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 Bueller.
1: Wake up!
2: Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> <laughs> Victory, Kentucky!
1: Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses.
2: She probably smokes marijuana. Bad bad girl rubbish his buggers over here <laughs> back outside this is the point where he always hits it
1: aaron, oh!
2: aaron harrison beyond belief we did it we beat those british we bastards. beat
1: the british second cornwallis
2: 10 kids you're basically pregnant for 20 years pregnant or breastfeeding just wild. like that sounds exhausting. potheads what an adorable we're an adorable bunch of people.
0: Woodson from
1: the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20,
2: 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
1: Hello, everybody! Happy Thursday to you, May 6th, 18th. Excuse me. Whoa, Whoa. May eighteenth, twenty twenty-three. This is a Thursday edition of Kentucky Roll Call with Big Roll- X
2: Sports Radio. Go.
1: DJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen, it's going to be well. It's at least off to a beautiful start to the day. Uh, still haven't totally gotten used to how much lighter it is in the morning than when we normally do this. Uh, radio show. I don't
2: like it. Uh, what? Derby is ideal, that Derby week, because it's like the sun is rising basically as the show starts, but I I don't like this whole, it's it's bright out by 6.30. It really is.
1: It really is. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, if you could have that, I guess I like it because it's probably one of the few parts of the day, at least in the summer, where it's not hotter than the devil's you know what, and you can actually enjoy outside time with actual light. But then again, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much bright in any room in your house around 630 here nowadays. But that's that's how the sun works, everybody. And that's why you listen to Kentucky Roll Call for the information like that. Justin Kalen, how are you? How was your Wednesday? How are you, how are you off to, how's your Thursday off and starting?
0: I, I'm good. I, uh, I was just sitting here thinking I'm the exact opposite of Roush. I love when it gets light this early. It just makes it so much easier to wake up. I mean, if you're going to wake up at 30, 6 o'clock in the morning, you might as well have it be a little bit of light outside. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of the light in the mornings, but no, the Wednesday was good. I uh, produced for the bats, went home, cut my grass, and then we had guys night last night at a local establishment. And then after that, me and my dad, I had to take my dad home because he just had ro- rotator cuff surgery about a month ago, so he still can't drive, so I had to take him home after guys night. Well... On the way to his house, well, not really on the way. It was a little bit out of the way. But my nephew was playing baseball last night, which I have not gotten to see him play this year. I've seen him play in the past, but not this year. So I looked at my dad, and I was like, hey, well, how do you feel about going to Jets baseball game? And he was like, well, you're my driver if that's what you want to do. So we went and checked out my nephew going and playing baseball, hung out with my other nephew and my niece. It was just a great night. I didn't get home till probably 940, almost 10 o'clock, but – it was worth it. It was, it was a lot of fun on a random Wednesday. I never get out and do anything on Wednesday, so it was a lot of fun.
1: Sounds, right. like, sounds like your dad didn't want to see his grandkid play baseball.
0: No, nah, he's just – my dad is very fly by the seat of his pants. Like, whatever anybody wants to do, he's, he's good with it normally.
1: That's that's the best kind of guy. Just yeah. lay back, go with the flow. Yep. You tell me I'm in. All right, good. Good. Well, that sounds like an awesome uh, Wednesday. Wednesday was bumping in, in Louisville yesterday. I,
2: I do need to follow up though before we get to TJ's Wednesday, because I'm sure I know it was an exciting one. Um, how is guys' night different than any other night for old Scooter Dingus?
0: Uh, no women are allowed, Ralph. So a lot of time it's it's no, it's just me and my family. Most of the time, like my dad, Uh, my dad, uh, my mom's dad, my uncle, my mom's brother, those are, we're normally like the four staples, but my dad has a couple brothers that sometimes come, he has a cousin that'll sometimes come, so yeah, there's just no women allowed, that's it.
1: Love it, love it, it's like 1940s country club. (laughs) That's right. Ah, You can go even later than that, really. Roush, how was your Wednesday?
2: Um, it was something, uh, baby decided to quit sleeping as good as he, uh, was sleep. He just basically is tired of sleeping. in now as soon as Papa leaves town. So that's fun. He normally sleeps till eight. He was up at six 40. Um, he normally takes, I don't know. Last week he took a couple three hour naps in addition to his two hour nap. And yesterday, I think he slept and napka combined two hours instead of four. So, yeah, that, that was fun. A lot of fun. Lot of Sorry fun. to hear that, buddy. Yeah, but we're, we're pushing through. Uh, I did the thing, TJ, where I went downstairs after putting the kids to bed, and I was like, all right, I just need something. Didn't have it. Went to Thornton's. Grabbed a big old bag of Doritos and a couple tall boys and sat down and watched Survivor and just exhaled a little bit. Take it easy, real Scoots. Nice uh, but not as nice as Thorns. Stop in today. They got they, Whether they got the tall boys you need and the bag of chips, or if you want to wake up with a hot cup of coffee and uh, a donut, Thorns has you covered. Locations across town. Go there.
0: Ralph, I'm going to need, need you to get off my diet.
1: Survivor spoilies, but was it a good episode?
2: No, it sucked.
0: I forgot too, oh. TJ. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, I, cause I, I forgot because like you didn't like how it played out, or it just wasn't good.
2: Scoots, did you watch it? I, I'm exaggerating. Nah. It just,
0: no, I forgot as well.
2: It. Um. Oh, I didn't forget. I had stuff going on. Yeah. Same. Yeah, it, it. It was fine leading up to the end, but like it was all just. They, they,
1: Seems like a personal a, bias answer, but they had had a hot streak of episodes,
2: so they were probably yeah. due for a little bit of a stink. It's you know how like it, you when you watch like a drama, there's always kind of the lead up before the really big finale, like that. This is what last night was. It was just a, a big lead up episode. Okay, um, makes. sense. I will say though, I figured out though, Warren is an awful player because she is the worst soundbite in the history of that show. Like she says, absolutely... When they use her sound bites, it's all just like the most generic. I've got a feel fi- um somebody's gonna lose. I don't want it to be me. It's gonna be the final five. This is all for a million dollars. Like she is just the most generic soundbite in the I, that I've ever heard on that show.
0: Who the hell is Lauren?
2: She's the uh girl with the tall hair, white skin, teacher, single mom. She's she's a good oh at, yeah, I got you. I got you. She's good at challenges, but a horrible sound bite and I don't think she actually like plays the game very well.
1: Probably just trying to get on TV as much as possible. So if you say the most generic things that they can use for the episode, then they'll take more you. more airtime, more sound time for you. But all right, well, bummer to to hear that. But I'll I'll catch up at some point today or tomorrow or at some point this weekend when you get time for the TV catching up shows. Went out to a uh, concert, the camp concert at the Palace last night. Is it, it's camp. Yeah, that's, you, sure, uh, that you could make it, there's two A's, so it is, uh, I, I think people just call them camp, though, at least I do.
2: Gotcha. But big, I, big back-to-back nights at the Palace, but I had some friends go to Chicago the night before, so. I saw
1: that Chicago was playing. Yeah. A, a Chicago concert would be very interesting at our yeah. age, and. I bet the people watching would be interesting. And do people sit? Do they stand? How does that go? Ooh, that
2: sounds like a very much a sitting crowd because they're kind of jazzy. I would think yeah. so too. I can imagine Chicago just—they—they're—they're they're not a jam band, but I could see them going on some like long piano solos. You know, I could, yeah, yeah, and like random flutes or something.
1: They, I could, I could also see that coming from Chicago. Uh, the Palace—it was a, it was a standing night, and. I'd only seen camp one other time and that was a bourbon and beyond. So definitely a more intimate atmosphere last night at the palace palace is just one of the coolest venues that I think I've ever been in. Like I I could never get sick of going into that place. I could never just not like look at the walls or the ceilings or catch something that I hadn't seen a time before. My buddy got married there. So like we got to actually hang out in the palace when it was empty and that was awesome. That was a really cool experience. But even when there's shows or comedy shows, music that whole I've gone there and watched movies. Palace. Louisville's lucky to have a place like that. It's pretty sweet. And the people sitting around us were people in front of us were from Gary, Indiana and Indianapolis or Gary, Indiana and then Indi- no no Gary, Indiana and Lexington. Uh they just met in the middle in Louisville and they both liked camp. So they were like a mother, mother-son sort of deal. And then the people next to us were from Indianapolis. One lived in Broad Ripple were I think Butler's in Broad Ripple, if I'm not mistaken. Is Butler and Broad Ripple?
0: Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. Maybe it is. Okay. I, I'm not Maybe familiar. Not. I'm be- I'm actually better Butler with Louisville right? than I am Indy.
1: Well, you do. Ha- you have lived and worked in Louisville. Correct. the Majority of your life. Correct. Okay. Well, regardless, but there were people from all over, and they were all raving about the palace and how much they they enjoyed it. And can't put on a good show. I, I, all, I, we had fun good time no like crazy stories or anything like that mom came over to our house to watch the baby which is always just such a huge luxury when you can get them to come to your place
2: and they can just sleep and don't have to worry about yeah yeah that's that's awesome uh did they did they cover any song that was awesome did they did they play the the hit you wanted to hear
1: um, yeah, they actually "By and By" is probably their most popular song, and they didn't play it at Bourbon and Beyond, but they did play it last night, so that was fun. Had the crowd going crazy. Scooch, if you were trying to meet a girl somewhere, it was like 70-30 girls at this concert. Wow! I, 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 like I thought there, you know, maybe more girls at a camp concert, but like fifty five forty five at most sixty forty. I thought it was it was very woman heavy. Oh, and thanks for some the invite. lookers too. Well, well, you didn't you didn't want to go.
0: You never. You don't know that. I would have. I would have maybe skipped guys' night.
1: No, it was guys' night. You can't skip guys' <laughs>
0: night.
1: You can't skip guys. I don't know. Night. Girls' but, night sounds better. That was fun. I got we we got home and uh, my mom had cleaned our house a little bit.
2: Oh man, that's that's the that's the dream right there, TJ. Whew. I totally, I totally agree. Some people may get weirded out by that. Oh, I, when I, it, 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 it's probably, it's always my mother too. Like, you know, but like I'll come downstairs and I'll just be like, whoa, the countertops. I can see them. Like where there was stuff on it and it was dirty. And oh my gosh, the microwave. Like there's not just, oh, wow. This is incredible. I, I, I love a nice surprise cleaning. So, I,
1: I, I do as well. I think it's very thoughtful. It's yes. nice. Uh, I, I've got
2: no issues with it whatsoever. Um, so that was, that was a, it was all in all, great night. Wait, I, I, when some people, when you say some people don't like it, is, is, is your wife one of those some people?
1: Uh, no. Well, no, no. I don't think she's as maybe like, she maybe doesn't have the same sentiments
2: you and I do. Um, Not is it just like overly like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever.
1: I am, I am not, I'm speaking strictly for myself. It it may be more of a, what, if somebody's cleaning our house, how bad must it be when that's really not it? Like, obviously, obviously there's stuff to clean up. So, and, and nobody would pretend that our house is perfectly clean. You have a 19 month old. It's impossible to do that, but it's, you can kind of take it as like, oh, what a nice, thoughtful, appreciative gesture. Or the way I see it from a different set of eyes in the house would be, oh, it's a nice gesture. I, I wonder if she thinks we're just dirty people.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, there's a certain threshold, I think, where you just got to, um, I'm way beyond past embarrassment over how dirty my house is or how messy it is. Um, I'm, I'm proud of the way we keep our house.
1: It's not always perfect, and there is plenty to clean if you ever need to kill a few hours. But for the most part, I, I go into houses every day. We definitely don't have the cleanest house that I go into. I, I did two appraisals in Norton Commons yesterday. Those houses were unsurprisingly cleaner and nicer than mine. And then I go into much more house, many more houses that are, you know, like, and that's fine. People have got their own life going on, but there's, it, it makes me appreciative for the setup we've got from a cleanliness standpoint. Which yeah, and is being awfully quiet on the house clean cleanliness cleanliness. I, my
0: cleanliness. house is actually stupid clean. Wow! Like my actually the guy, I, my best buddy, who I rent it from, he's came over like three times now, and every time he's made a comment like, "Man, you all keep this so much cleaner than we did when we lived here." But I always tell them, That is a good compliment. But I always tell him, well Jake, it's just because you all had way more stuff than we have. So it, it just looks emptier, which makes it look cleaner, I think. But it is pretty clean. I do a good did job you? on the cleaning.
1: That's good to hear Scoots. Did you and the roommate double team the lawn last night?
0: Um, No, so a little bit of drama. I, I did not bring it up with him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I came home after the bats and I only had time to cut the backyard. Which he parks where he parks in the driveway. When he gets out of his driver's side door, he can very easily see that I that I cut the backyard. So I'm thinking, all right, hopefully he'll just show some initiative and, and cut the front. I get home last night at 9:30. The front yard is not cut. I was pretty irritated.
2: I mean, it's, wow, drama. This, wow. this is this is re- we really do need to put cameras in this house <laughs> because like. That is is the most, like, passive-aggressive way to just be like, can you cut the front yard? Like, you could have (laughs) just.
0: See, I normally, normally I'll do the thing where I'll either, like, leave the mower at the starting point for him so he knows, like, when he pulls in the driveway, okay, I got to cut the grass. Or I'll do the thing where, hold on. Wait for it. I'll communicate and I'll tell him. Yeah. Hey, I uh, I cut the backyard. Can you cut the front yard? Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, d- t- I just wanted to see if he could if he could show some initiative, which he did not. So it's all right. Hopefully, he'll get it cut today because Lord knows I will not have any time to do that.
2: TJ, I can't tell if Scoots is just like trying to test him because he's a little bit bored, or <laughs> I, I I don't. I mean, all he has to do is just ask. And I'm sure the guy would have done it. Men are dumb. Like we need very explicit communication. <laughs> Passive aggressive is. Uh, we, this is we coming. Don't pick up on signs very well.
0: This comes back to the nagging girlfriend. I gotta stop being the nagging girlfriend. <laughs> <Here> we
1: <are. laughs> Scoots, I don't think there's anything wrong with you wanting the front yard cut.
0: Yeah, but it's just the way I went about it. I probably probably shouldn't have done that.
1: No, I think you handled it 100% correctly. <laughs>
0: I mean I at some just, at some point he's got to he's got to know, you know. I mean we well, do it every week. He needs
1: to take some initiative. Exactly. Well, ask Scoots how, exactly. how his days
2: going, how a, a big event in Scoots' life went, and for the love of Pete, just cut the front yard, buddy. <laughs> well, and I think in fairness too, it's one thing if you vacuum or something, like sometimes that can be hard to notice. You smell the fresh cut grass, right? Like it's, oh yeah, for he should sure. Have
1: smelled the fresh cut grass and known that scoots wanted him to cut the front yard.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And, and, and Ross, you may be onto something with me testing him because I, I do kind of get like that from time to time. And he does the thing where, so I just mentioned how clean we keep the house, but he will not help clean the house unless he sees me like cleaning. Then he'll get up and be like, okay, maybe I should help. But he will not. If he's spending like a Saturday alone at the house and I'm gone all day, nothing will get touched. So maybe Relatable. I am. Maybe I am Relatable. testing him.
1: Uh, there's a lot of households like that. So yeah. It's mostly marriages where <laughs> they have similar situations like that. But um, Yeah. and You said his name was Gil? Yeah.
0: <laughs> No, I don't know what that's from, but there was a text about that yesterday.
1: Oh, maybe that's why I thought <laughs> that is. Maybe, do we just call him Gill?
0: We can, yeah,
2: sure.
1: Scoots and Gill. Oh my gosh, that is a sitcom. <laughs> Gill and Scoots. It sounds like a fishing show, but maybe you all could go fishing in one episode.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: You get mad at Gill because he didn't right, bring the right bait, or or, or <laughs> didn't didn't bring the beer that you wanted. I'm in. I, you know, we. I don't think we're as big in Hollywood as we are in other major cities across America. But if we anybody in Hollywood's listening, we've got a million dollar idea. It's just two uh, rural Indiana roommates that bicker at each other, named Skill and Goot. Goots.
2: Scoots and Gil. That's, I mean, Skill that's, and Goots is that's, even better. That's got Skill. That's when g- they're that's <laughs> when they're drunk watching live PD together.
1: <laughs> oh, brother. Roush, happy cutter bully day to
2: you. Pal. Happy cutter bully day to you too, TJ. It's uh it's going to be an exciting one. Uh man, the uh it's not too often that you have a top 5 quarterback, top 100 player uh announcing his commitment from the city of Lexington. Well, I guess technically from Hodginville, plays high school in Lexington. And um, if all goes well today, he'll be picking the Kentucky Wildcats over the Tennessee Volunteers. And it's even better, too, is that I've noticed the as the recruiting calendar has slightly shifted up, where you have the early signing period and more guys are taking official visits in June, uh, these big programs are taking a lot more commitments in April and May. Like Michigan, I think, already has like a dozen guys in, which is very rare. I mean they used to wait till June. So feels like Kentucky's behind a little bit. And if they do land this commitment, there's something about getting a quarterback that you know, I know the fun little recruiting the, the fun fodder is he's gonna try to recruit other people to his class. It it's not just him actively doing it, but having that placeholder there just does so much to give your recruiting efforts a shot in the arm it generates buzz it gets other big names looking at your school that might not otherwise be looking at it and there's um there's a lot of smoke around a reclassification to 2024 and I don't think it's just smoke I mean for crying out loud the kids officially visiting next month um so if 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 he does make that jump he's still, uh, top 100 quarterback. I, I think he would be number 60 in the 24 recruiting class and one spot behind uh Ohio State quarterback commitment, Air Noland, who's like the fourth or fifth passer in that class. So, like, hey, you're, you're fishing in different waters here if you can land this quarterback. Um, I know that there's some people out there who just like oh, okay, it's another quarterback that Kentucky. Let's, let's wait and see what he does. It's like, this doesn't happen very often. It just doesn't. There aren't very many players like Cutter Bowley from the state of Kentucky, and to be able to land him and for the stars aligned to when they are, is it's, it would just be huge for the program.
1: And you're not expecting any surprises, right?
2: I'm not. I'm not expecting any surprises. I know Tennessee These was are my pro- favorite
1: kind of recruitments.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's it's kind of fun to have a little bit of drama at the end, TJ. But it's great to know that you're going to win one over your rival, and then your new rival. Like the t- the timings really worked out well, where Rich Gangarello sucks so bad that he got fired, and it paved the way for Cohen to come back, who Bowie liked. Um, Tennessee. Was kind of in the driver's seat until Cohen comes back, and then uh, to add to it, it Jeff Brom, if he's in Louisville, you know, any sooner, that would be a, a very highly contested, dramatic sort of recruitment. But he's he's too far behind, you know, to even kind of get in on the action. I don't even think he tried to recruit Bowley at all. So you kind of had all the stars aligned to uh, to get. The best quarterback recruit from the state probably since uh old uh Uncle Brian was playing at Trinity,
1: yeah. I guess this is I'm just being nitpicky. I guess you could make the case that Cohen came in later than Brom did for the reintroduction, but the Kentucky had already had kind of their claws in versus U of L, which had no relationship yeah. with Cohen.
2: So, probably Cohen gave him his uh. Second scholarship offer.
1: Yeah, so yeah. probably easier to, to reignite that spark because Kentucky was always recruiting him versus just creating it from thin air. It's a good point, though. If, if Brom comes maybe a year earlier, it, it could have been a, a more competitive battle. But
2: oh, all- That would have been the most talked about story in the state for a few months. It, we would have had freaking – it would be like the Pat Forty, John Calipari, oh, uh, you know – What's going on with John Calipari? You know, we'd be doing the same thing with like a Mark Stoops, Jeff Brom battle over an in-state quarterback of of this caliber. What time is that going down? That will be shortly after 11 a.m. this morning. Oh, great. Just a couple hours after we get off the air.
1: KRC oh,
2: Classic, classic.
1: Always uh, happens. Anything, it just happens after we get, get off radio. Uh, the text line, the Thornton's text line is, they're just, it's blowing up over Gill and Scoot's A texter, uh, Dylan Ballard says, are they roommates or an old married couple? You would think it's the latter there, Dylan, with the way he, he bickers about it. Another texter says, welcome to marriage, Scoots, which you, you are getting a good idea about that, Scoots. Um, we have some, another texter say, well, my wife doesn't put out unless I clean either. It's inappropriate. Another texter says, Scoots, you all are just a married couple. My uncle Has a similar lifestyle, and these are, and I've heard these arguments my entire life.
0: (laughs) That's exciting. So this isn't going anywhere. Great.
1: Well, well, you know, I I think you nailed it. I think communication is going to be key.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's true in every aspect of life, not just marriages or roommateships or what what have you. I mean, that's communication's key.
1: And one thing I think some people just, they consider watching cops or just sharing the living room space together or spending time together. But when's the last time you you two went out and did something just you two?
0: Oh, long time.
1: Because that can help to kind of get out of the rut of, you know, uh, you need to be considered. You all do, you all are sharing a living space together. But maybe you all can empathize more if you go out and grab some beer. Maybe go to Hooters, get some wings or something like
0: that. Well, so... He, he's he been really busy at work, so we haven't really, and well, I've been injured. So, normally golf's our thing. We'll get out and go golf and maybe grab some food after golf. But we we have yet to do that, so, in due time.
1: But you're not injured anymore, baby.
0: No, I'm I'm good to go. Ready.
1: You're back yeah. ready to shoot even par on par three contests. And Come the PGA on. is starting today. Woo-hoo! It is. Scooch, remember when we were asked if us three and intern Jacob – could compete on PGA Championship-level courses? Yeah, and I said, scramble. yeah.
0: And I said, yeah. And I'll stick by that. It's can, hilariously inaccurate. You can call me an idiot, say I'm a doofus, whatever. I, 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 I truly believe that we would finish in the top 50% of the field. I
2: mean, Scoots, I don't even think we could reach the fairways. These, they're It's so long. We
1: better hope intern Jacob gets us barely onto the fairway.
2: Yeah, like I would have to have my – three or four good drives in a day 18 times and we might be able to make it. See, that's the difference
0: Man. between me and you all is I believe in your all's games. I, Roush, I fully believe that you'd pull out four or five good drives for us. TJ, you'd probably do something for us as well. Like I believe in your all's game. I, I truly think that we would finish in the top 50. We would make the cut. I really think so.
1: Scoots is just a dreamer and I love it. I love it. There, I mean, there's absolutely no chance. I, I just can't stress it enough, but, but I don't want to – I don't know. I don't want to step on your optimism, buddy.
0: Well, let's make it happen. Let's hit up the PGA Championship for next year. Let us play the first round at Valhalla. We'll get our team together, and we'll just see how we do.
1: We weren't even invited to the media outing at Valhalla like two months ago. Oh, yeah. Which is totally
2: ridiculous. (laughs) Dad. Guess who who
1: was, though? Mike Rutherford.
2: Mike (laughs) Rutherford was invited. Oh, and it's weird. He got a jersey from the Reds, huh? He got a jersey from the Reds. That ticks me off. Valhalla. Yeah, it should take you off,
1: Scoots.
0: I want one of those Reds jerseys. They're freaking sweet.
2: I just want to. I, I want. I want to get the golf invites. Can we not? Let's get the golf. I, I, I want to be the uh, UK L does this all the time. They hobnob their their media members to kind of suck up to them. Let's oh. let's come on. Let's get some uh, UK media members. Just what, whatever. I I want all of the golf outings that I can call. Quote unquote work oh, Don't, get me, don't get me started Roush
0: Hey so big news guys I was actually talking to John Spears earlier this week And him and a few of his buddies Always play in a scramble At L Country Club every year I want to say it was it, it is a media thing But he asked He was like you want to play And I was like well hell yeah I want to play Sign me up So I've always wanted to play out there So that's going to be exciting
1: It's a nice course
0: I think that's in September maybe
1: Right around the corner. Yep. Hopefully Spears shows up for the Big X scramble again. Oh, he would. That's, you know, if if it's it's a PGA event out of Valhalla, Mike Rutherford drops everything to go out there. Big X scramble at Elk (laughs) Run. Nope. Can't know. Are you kidding me? I'm going to go play golf with those guys? No chance. So, things of the Big X are going swimmingly. Did we win the lottery last night for Pete's sake?
0: Oh, that's a good call. Let me check. I'll check during the break.
1: Gosh, wouldn't that be nice? Really, we're, really hope so. We're, we're ending the it.
0: show after one hour if we did, because we got some fun to be had.
1: All right, let's get our PGA picks real quick before the tournament starts, although I think it already started.
0: Yeah. You um, can't pick
1: anybody who started, Scoots, cheater.
0: Mine are easy. I'm going with the same three I go with every week. Give me Scheffler, give me Rom. give me Rory.
1: Ralph, what about you? Zander Shoffley. I have Shoffley as my winner as well, uh, yep. which makes me maybe want to pick somebody else. I, I think Shoffley really? gets it done. He's been incredibly consistent in PGA championships. Sometimes it's just be in the be in the hunt on Sunday and it may break your way. I think that's what's going to happen.
2: He's uh, He's been in the hunt at a lot of majors. time for him to break through. Um... I like Dustin Johnson as well.
1: He, he won last week, but I think he'll be ready to t- get after this course. And then I think Fitzpatrick's going to be in the thick of it on Sunday as well. So you can get some pretty good odds on top five, top tens for those guys and throw a couple bucks on their winning for, for big time payouts in golf. So those are the three that I think have, have good rounds or in the thick of it on Sunday and going with Shoffley to, to pull it off. So Roush, we're in agreement there. That's rare.
2: Yeah, I know. Um, but, um, Hopefully we're uh fishing in the right waters. Uh had a decent showing in my masters pool. Now it's uh now it's it's time to show up at PGA, not at Oakmont, at Oak East Oak, Oak Hill. Oak Hill. Okay. Mouth of Wilson Oak Hill. Different Oak Hill.
1: Correct. You're figuring it of, all out. Okay. Uh, we've got the people forget we've got the the Preakness on Saturday, and we can talk yeah. maybe more about that tomorrow. But we had an NBA game last night. We've got a jam packed Thornton's text line that we really need to take the time to catch up on. It's going to be and trivia, fun, and we got trivia. It's trivia Thursday. Don't so forget. It's really going to be a, a loaded KRC today. You're not going to want to tune to another station. This is. Kentucky Roll Call on the Big X roll Sports roll Radio. You go and Justin Kalen.
0: I'm We're going to be a right
2: back. country music is what I love. I Am I drinking from a Dixie
0: hey, I'm a
2: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. We're going to play golf.
0: You mean golf? Golf, frisbee, golf, Jerry, golf with a frisbee. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big Exports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Okay. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Thursday morning. We appreciate you tuning in. You'll appreciate Shady Ray sunglasses when you go to shadyrays.com, the most impressive sunglasses website I've ever been to. You're going to have to see it for yourself. You're going to find sunglasses for you, for a significant other kids as well. They've got shades for kids, even toddlers. They've got it all. Different sunglasses for each and every occasion, and all of them incredibly stylish. I think the vast majority of them polarized, which is always great. And you can get 25% off when you use promo code BIGX at checkout. Shay Ray is a Kentucky-based company. Over 200 200- 250,000 five star reviews. That number is sometimes staggering when you realize how many people, how many satisfied, happy customers. And those are just the people that take the time to leave reviews. They are, there's a reason why they have blown up and have become one of the top sunglass companies in the entire country. And it started right here in Kentucky. Go to shadyrays.com, promo code big X for 25% at checkout. Okay, fun and long. First segment there, we've got plenty more to get to. Do we want to just do text now?
2: That uh, that works for me.
1: Okay, we got we got catching up to do.
2: We do, we really do. What's
1: what, what's first?
2: Who? Um, hey fellas, Brad from bellbrook here with the Cutter Bully commitment coming down the pipe, and a high likelihood he comes to Kentucky. Let me introduce you in Salsaritas to my nil deal. Like guacamole? How about the Boley moly, Or perhaps the Guacabole? Maybe even Boley's Holy moly, The exact name is still a work in progress, but I feel like I'm sitting on a gold mine here. Uh, well, you're going to feel like you own a gold mine when you walk into Salsaritas with all your Salsaritas bucks. Just stop on it a few times. Use that app and they'll reward you like you're the king of the castle. Uh, whether you're getting the fresh guacamole, the tasty queso, the wildly addictive chips, tacos, nachos, whatever it may be. Salseritas has you covered. Shout out to Brad from Bellbrook for letting us get some cutter bole mole. Guacabole mole? Uh, two locations, one in Middletown and one in St. Matthew's.
1: Brad from Bellbrook, he's got the marketing stuff figured out. I love it. I I don't even like guacabole, but I get it just to, to support the newest Wildcat quarterback in their nil endeavors. So. Great start on the Thornton sex line from Brad from Bellbrook. We got Alex from Kolga. Hey, fellas. Alex from Colga here. Keontae Goodwin popped up on my Instagram feed promote, prompting me to see what he's up to. I noticed there's no mention of Florida anywhere on his profile. Did he transfer? Did the did his transfer not work out, or is he just done with football?
2: No, he just hasn't posted anything on Instagram since high school. Um, he's... he's he actually had a tweet earlier this week. Wherever his nil deal is from through Florida, they promote like Habitat for Humanity in Alachua County in Gainesville. So, yeah, he's still there. He's doing all right. There, um, there was a little bit of like, well, is it, is it going to stick? But um, I, I think that might happen. He he ended up playing decently in the spring game. I don't think he's going to start for them. But, um, yeah, he's, he's still there, still there.
1: All right, there you have it. He's gonna get a nice big beatdown by the Wildcats this year. Hope he enjoys it. A texter says, Roush, I know a I know depth of running back is great, but you surprise are you surprised we added another running back? Davis, McLean, Jefferson, and Sumo all seem like guys expecting a decent amount of playing time. Throw in the freshman Wilcox, who several people are very high on. Lavelle Wright is obviously on the outs, but is the staff not expecting much from one of the other four? Good Good well, text.
2: I think if you look at um, each one of those, all of them have suffered significant injuries in their career. 2021, Davis was out for the season. Uh, McLean has missed um, about a month of every season he's played in. Jefferson was out all last year. And Sumo was out starting in October of last year, I want to say. So basically, you're just kind of collecting them all, operating under the assumption one of them's going to get injured at some point. Uh, but. I I think the biggest positive that you have for Sumo is the three years of eligibility where uh, Davis and Jefferson are done after this year. So it kind of, you know, leaves you with, it would have, before you added Sumo, it would only leave you with McLean, Wright and Wilcox, and you aren't really bullish on what Wright's can do for you. So like you were, you're pretty thin there and needing at least two freshmen to come in and trust two freshmen. So, um, I, I think for the future, Sumo has a adds a lot of value just for what he can do for you once uh, Davis and Jefferson's time is done. Excited to see how it
1: shakes out, uh, especially with Cohen calling the plays. It, it, it's going to be fun having pass catchers too. That that Chris Rodriguez was amazing, debatably the best running back in UK football history, but. He was limited to some degree what he could do in the passing game. You're going to get more people that are past happy running backs. That is going to be a different weapon. It's going to be a, another weapon. And Devin Leary loves throwing to running backs too, and even has some completions to Sumo. So that's going to be a new, interesting wrinkle. I, I'm not sold on running back, but I'm also not worried about it either.
2: Yeah, I my my thing is TJ is like. We're not going to have a Chris Rodriguez, so uh, I just I I fully expect like this running back by committee approach. Like I don't know, it it feels like Davis is going to lead the team in carries, but I don't know if he's ever going to get more than fifteen a game.
1: And then you just want to have somebody that you know can get the tough yard, yeah. Third and two, do you have somebody you trust?
2: Right, which I think would be he's the one that just kind of stands out, but I don't think it's significantly more than the rest. Like this it's going to be a very active rotation, keeping fresh bodies in there. And the other thing too, TJ, they're going to need the running backs a ton. Feels like you're going to be throwing throwing the ball water on the yard this fall.
1: Love it. Totally cool with that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Be a little different, I think, for some UK fans, but I think a, a welcome different for for most folks. So that'll be that'll be exciting. Uh do you think Cutter Bowley will announce that he's reclassifying when he commits to UK today, or do you think he'll play the well, we
2: gotta see? Because it seems like a lot of people play the well, we gotta see. Uh he'll probably wait, and that'll be like a a second um sort of bump, if you will. Maybe it's it's probably one of those things he'll wait until he gets all of his summer course work done to where it's it's all teed up for him to just finish. Classes in the fall and then arrive in January. I, I would imagine that's the only reason why he would pump the brakes on it a little bit.
1: Another texture says cats still projected as a top eight seed here. And those is, are the back uh, cats, it's the back cats. And they are this is a, the, the field of I don't know who did this, who made this projection, but it's some websites projection has UK as the number eight overall seed, which is a national seed, which would mean if you win your regional, you would host a super regional. It's, you want to be a top eight seed. And if you're not a top eight seed, then you want to be seeds nine through 16. There's another tweet, uh, maybe on even this text line, I saw it somewhere, where another baseball website had UK, I think it's number nine or number 10, D1 Baseball, which is a really reputable baseball outlet. Point being it seems like UK is in a really good spot to get a regional seeds one through 16. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a baseball expert. I, when I think when you finish where you do in, in, in the sec, a conference as good as the sec, you're putting yourself in a a solid spot to be a host. I think what really is helping UK is RPI. And it seems like some of these past years with Nick Mangeone where they didn't do enough to get in the tournament. Sometimes it would come back. I I remember being, well, you know, yeah, you were in the SEC, and people are going to be more willing to forgive some of your losses. It's just not a great RPI. Well, this year, Kentucky's got the best RPI. At times, they've had the best RPI. I don't know where it stands at this very moment, but it's one of the better ones in the entire country. I think that's ultimately what is going to push UK to a seed, to to a hosting position. And then if you can win the series against Florida, which starts tonight – a KPP, and it's going to be amazing crowds, I've, I've heard. If you can win the series against Florida, take two out of three, I think you are locking yourself into a national scene. I think you're, regardless of what happens into the SEC tournament, I think you're putting your, I think you are solidifying a top eight spot. If all these other experts are correct, and again, I, I they know more about college baseball than I do. Not that anybody's surprised to hear that. Then you win against a top three team, you win the series against a top three team, Boom! Who cares if you drop a game in the SEC tournament? Who cares if you drop two games in the SEC tournament? If you get to that double elimination portion, you're going to be in, and not only you're not only a host, but a national host. Where Kentucky will need to just take care of business at KPP, and then you'd get to host a three game series at KPP with a spot on Omaha for the first time in program history on the line. This is a massive series for UK baseball this weekend. This is huge. Now, what would losing the series mean? You still could be in a position to be seeds nine through 16. You could still host the first weekend. And I know most people know how baseball works. But again, one through eight, you're guaranteed to host. And then if you win your region, you will host a super regional. Nine through 16, you're guaranteed to host. If you win your regional, you're not guaranteed a super regional. But if one of the eight seeds that you were supposed to be paired up with, one through 16, two through 15, three through 14, you get it. If they don't win the regional, then it defaults back to the highest remaining seed. So even if you do get nine through 16, you could theoretically host a super regional. But just having a having a weekend where Kentucky Proud Park can be packed for baseball, NCAA tournament baseball, that will be awesome. It'll be massive for the program. So it all feels like it kind of starts tonight in terms of solidifying some postseason home play aspirations and Always big to win game one of a series. Puts the pressure on the other team to feel like they have to go two for two to salvage. I, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm pumped to watch some Bat-Cats baseball. We were supposed to go out there tonight. Roush totally bailed on us.
0: Well, that would have never worked out anyways because I've got to call a lacrosse game tonight.
1: A lacrosse Whoa, game? Whoa, what, yeah. bro? You would have got, gotten out of that.
0: Pretty sure it's the championship. We got uh, Sacred Heart and Eastern, I want to say. So, it should be fun.
1: Nice. I saw Saint X beat somebody in, in volleyball, lacrosse thirty-one Whoa. to one.
2: Whoa, that's tough.
1: Pretty lopsided. I think they played Trinity last night. I don't know if they won or not.
2: They, they I saw where they uh, Saint X beat Trinity in volleyball. Which oh, volleyball? That's not the no. Boys volleyball is going to be a state-sanctioned sport starting next year, as, uh, along with girls wrestling, and uh, I believe lacrosse. If it's not this year, it's uh, next year lacrosse is going to become a uh, KHSAA-sanctioned sport. It's currently under some different umbrella.
1: Gotcha. St. X beat Trinity in lacrosse and beat them in volleyball. That's what we in the biz just call another Wednesday night. So there's your high school lacrosse and volleyball updates for those wondering. What do we got we next on work. the text
2: line? <laughs> 502-414-1450 is the number two, the Thorntons text line. John here. Uh, this was from yesterday. Hey, uh, well, if I... Ain't the old notches in the belt competition between Justin and Trevor should be Radio Gold Entertainment. Hey, what do you guys, you guys just might find true love, and I hope you both do. Okay, the Joker has to be a machine, 34-21-14. Wowzers, in the words of Ivan, woozers, in the words of Ivan Drago, he's not a human. He's like a piece of iron. So one down, three to go for the nuggets. Got to go talk to you later. Oh, suck it, John. Shout out to the Heat for sending the Celtics into banana land. Boston, just terrible sports town. They can all suck
1: it. Yeah, I was surprised by that last night. Scoots, did you? Uh, I guess maybe you had it on a boys' night. Hopefully,
0: uh, yeah, I was surprised at the at the result for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I was, I yeah, it's not the way I thought it was going to go at all.
1: Well, look, well, you've got Miami now controls home court advantage by winning game one there. And Denver, who has home court advantage, still still in control in the West. So should be fun. Should Let's be. end our let's, let's end hour one here. Seems like yeah. we're we're having some, some technical hiccups. Well, let's end hour one. We'll come back. Hour two. More text to get to. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I'm big
2: Here
1: go. Baby, I've only got one
0: thing lock me away Inside of your love To blow away the key I'm guilty Of love in the first degree love in the first degree oh, yeah. oh. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family!
2: Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is.
2: With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro.
0: And Game 2 of a potential seven-game series here in our Trivia Thursday, DJ Walker Leads 1-0. Hello and welcome back here into Kentucky Roll Call. Justin Kalen alongside TJ Walker and Nick Roush as we get you set for game two of our seven-game series of trivia. TJ took it last week, a clean sweep, 3 nothing. He was able to get the win. How will they fare here today? Boys, you ready for some trivia? I'm ready. Woo! I'm ready. You all, oh, I'm Stevenson. I'm, I'm gonna need y'all to pick up the excitement on the uh, on the old trivia. I, I don't you, know what more you need. Have... Excitement! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Excitement! Yeah. we are here. All right, now I misplaced
1: uh, Sco- Scoots is like the church pastor. It's like, how's everybody doing this morning?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can do better than that, can't we? Come on! I said, how are we doing this morning? Everybody hates that guy. That's right. That's that's all I want. All right, so I misplaced my music, so we won't have any music today. But here we go, trivia. We're going to not do the over-under this week. We're just going to say a number, whoever is closest to that number, going back to like the OG way yes. that we used to do yes. So we will go ahead and start with, with it being PGA Championship Day, what year did the PGA Championship first start?
2: Who? Who's, uh, TJ, you're up first. Uh... 1908.
0: 1908. All right, Roush.
2: Um, I'm gonna say 1911,
0: and Roush gets it. He went with the over 1916 was the first PGA Championship point. Roush,
1: it, that's part that's part of the issue with this, and I don't know, maybe Roush would have picked that answer regardless, but it, it, it's a problem we have playing similar type trivia games. The dozen at with my wife where she will hear me give an answer and she'll just basically give her answer based off my answer. Would you prefer the routing down aspect I think is important, but you know, we can't do it. Would That's you fine.
0: prefer to send to the text line? We can, we can enact that rule if you'd like.
1: No, no, I, no. Cause now Roush will go first, but just, <laughs> just Roush, would you, if you hadn't heard my 1908, uh, were you going to go 1911?
2: I felt like they had the hundredth anniversary of the PGA tour rather recently. And so I I was going to do somewhere in that ballpark, like in the teens. I I went maybe a little bit older because I was just thinking that golf is really old. So maybe it's it was a little bit further back than, than uh, my initial thought.
0: There you have it. Either way, Roush gets the point. All right. Congrats. At its deepest depth in feet, how deep is the Ohio River?
2: Oh, man. Um, at its deepest depth. I'm going to say that at the mouth, when the two come together, it's going to be relatively deep compared to what it is in front of Louisville. I'm going to say uh, 55 feet. All right. I at 37, I had 37 in, in my
1: mind, so I'm going 37. I think Roush may get this one.
0: You all are way off. Roush does indeed get it. 167 feet at its deepest <laughs> yeah. depth.
1: I mean, there's just no way. That's crazy. Where's that at?
0: <laughs> that I cannot tell you, but I can tell you it's 167 feet. So if you want to do further research, help yourself.
1: Yeah, there's just no chance. That's accurate.
0: All right, TJ, you get to go first here. Perhaps the advantage to you, how That's many what
1: Google says, man. That's crazy. Well, well, so now we know Roush is also Googling during this. This whole thing seems more no, like j- cloud over it. The...
0: He, he googled after well, the after the question yeah, was well, answered. He, if
1: he's Googling that quick after we bring it up here, how how quickly you think it takes and you have Stalin? When the two rivers meet at the mouth. Uh... Oh, my
2: God. I love this. I love this, Scoots. TJ just automatically, he starts falling behind and then immediately starts uh, accusing the opponent of cheating. All right, all right when, I, when
0: I'm hosting here, we are not going to have any discrepancies, no no acu- accusations of cheating. It's, this is a f- fair uh, I, fun I game. I will quite
1: literally make any accusation I damn please. <laughs> please continue
0: all right tj this one advantage you i would say here how many episodes of game of thrones have there been
1: um are you including house of the dragon
0: i'm including well maybe uh
1: i think the answer is 72
0: okay roush If
2: if you're not going house of the dragon um Yeah, so 12 times 5 is 60. I think they had 5 seasons with 12 episodes and then an 8 and an 8. So I'm going to say I'm bad at math there. So that'd be 68 plus 76. 76, final answer.
0: And TJ on the board nearly got it on the money. 73 episodes of Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, I would not think it'd be an odd number. Almost on the money. All right, had the odd number. Um, Maybe the know. last. Which right, well, I had.
2: Uh, I don't think there's any cheating on that one. <laughs> uh, I had a uh, moment yesterday where I was at the playground with the boys, and they had these bells. Where you know, it's like a little musical instrument. So you can play the xylophone, and you can bang on these bells. And I went back to the episode of the bells, and I realized TJ, what made me so mad about that episode? It wasn't Daenerys' turn. It was just that. They wasted all this stupid time being like, you can't just go over there and burn everything down and they Make just plans. drag it on and on and on. And then what do they do? They go over there and she just burns the whole damn thing down with like two episodes ago. It's like you could have done this so long ago. And instead you wait till the end, and then we just it just the conclusion we all knew was gonna happen already happened. That that I think that's what frustrated me about it. Yeah, but that's sometimes war, you know? Like you have all these
1: plans and then Uh, somebody that's an incest baby just goes absolutely crazy and it all
2: goes up in smoke quite literally as mike tyson said you everybody's got to play until they get punched in the face scoots it's two to one two to one slight advantage what do we got next
0: all right this one's a fun one we've done something similar to this in the past combined ages of pat riley eric spolstra and jimmy butler Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, Jimmy Butler. What is their combined age? Give y'all a little minute to do some math if you'd like. I've got
1: I've got my answer right. All right.
0: Roush, you ready?
2: Uh yes. All right. Uh
0: who was first? Uh, Rouse, this Roush is you to go first. first. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, it's me? Uh one fifty one is uh, my final answer. I think okay. I had seventy. I had one fifty five.
0: 155. That will be point TJ 2-2. Two, two. Combined ages 163. Pat Riley 78. Eric Spolstra 52. Jimmy Butler oh, wow. 33.
2: That the wow. Spolstra. I think I was only one. Off, I I had Riley dead on. I was only one or two off on Butler. I had Spolstra in his 40s. That dude is just the ageless wonder, man. How do you? <laughs> how can you coach the NBA that long and still look that young? I think I went 75, 50, 30 but well,
0: either way TJ gets the point and I'm really glad I saved this question for last especially with you all being tied 2-2 two, two. this is going to be a fun one how many square miles are in the state of Kentucky oh god i hate hmm. i hate
2: square mileage <laughs> so much I, I and the thing is too is at least TJ you have a little bit like, acreage isn't the same, but you at least conceptualize it a little bit better because that's your job, but I, square mileage, have no idea. Um,
0: it is the number 37th state in the union in terms of size, square so mileage. Square
1: mileage is such a mental pretzel for me in <laughs> terms of the numbers of it. I, I'm worried that I could just be, like, comically off here. I'll, <laughs> I'll say 36,000 square miles.
2: I was going to say... Uh, 25,000 but that feels still way too less. So like, I'm worried
1: that I'm worried that it may be like 90,000 and or may end up being like no, it wouldn't it wouldn't be less than 10,000. I'm worried that I may embarrass myself.
2: Uh, I'm just going to say 25,000 even though I think I should double it and make it 50. But oh, 25,000. rouse
0: you should have doubled it. Although you you still would have lost the question because it is 40,409. TJ, just 4,409 square miles off. Pretty impressive. And he wins trivia game two. A comeback. 2-0 for Roush, 2-0 lead. And TJ comes back, gets the next three. Congratulations, TJ. Hey! (claps) That's wow! A- all I had
1: to do was get in Roush's head with cheating allegations, <laughs> and the rest was history. That—that's unbelievable. I'll never have a luckier trivia answer than that one right there.
2: Yeah, I you, I could've, you, could've, you I, got very close.
1: I, I could have <laughs> just as likely said seventy-two thousand. Ninety—I had no idea. I had no idea that even a number. I just tried to play it safe. Um, I had no idea.
0: Well, there you go. Now you do so forty thousand. I,
1: I feel—I feel like I, I stole that final one. But hey, that's trivia, baby
2: hey oh man the 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 heat age is the one that's really bugging me because i i felt like i had a good i was right all over it but spolstra ageless wonder
1: now 12 off for the age one is not not great it's not horrible but you were 12 off i was eight off if you're eight off on the age question you probably shouldn't win i think unless it's just totally obscure people but Pat Riley, you know those are three people we should have at least a general rough idea on. So, Scoops, good good trivia this week, buddy. Thanks, thank you, thank you. Well, I'm not buying the Ohio River one.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Like, I I need to figure out where the where is the max depth. I'll I'll
0: do some digger deep or some uh, deeper digging here.
1: You never have to worry about me (laughs) cheating on trivia when we're doing it remotely. Because I, uh, it'll just kill my internet if I try to do it at our house. Let's see, the river's... Oh, I just did a quick Google, though. The river's deepest point is
2: 168 feet on the western side of Louisville. Yeah, it says that it's near Louisville, Kentucky, so maybe it's on the other side of the walks or something? It's got to be like a Falls of the Ohio gimmicky thing, where it's like,
1: that hole down there is the deepest part of the Ohio River. The average depth is 24 feet. <laughs> What so, did you say? In, I said 37 as the I, deepest. Yeah, I guess that's kind of dumb for the deepest. Six, if the average 60, is 24.
2: Think, um, but yeah.
1: Yeah. The average being 24 is what I would think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So about right. Of, I probably
2: would have guessed 30, but yeah.
1: There was a teacher at St. X that this, not to like be, not to be a little morbid here, but he was like, if you jumped off a bridge over the Ohio River, the fall wouldn't kill you. You'd get stuck in the mud at the bottom. Yeah. And you'd drown. Yeah, and I always said that that was word. the most yeah. bogus
2: thing in the world. Um, it is, but also like, uh, I can, uh, like, if you're hitting
1: think... the you're hitting the bed of the Ohio River hard enough that you're gonna get
2: your legs down into the mud, how are you coming in at a million miles an hour? See that? Yeah, okay. I think you would touch the bottom, but getting stuck is actually much different. And yeah. secondly, if you're like if you're
1: going an impact enough to get stuck where you're getting in there deep, you're probably just going to be breaking like you're probably going to be breaking your legs. Regardless, the teacher was was wrong. The I <laughs> uh, and I stand by that. Scooch, good job on trivia. I look forward to next week. We do best of sevens, right? So I'm still two out. From yeah, closing out route.
0: Yeah, two zero. If you, if you just want to go ahead and win the next two, so I can get back into the game, that'd be great.
1: People love your radio voice, man. I get personal <laughs> text messages about it it's it, it it does it brings back a nice kick to the show that I normally can't provide. so maybe you just be the host
0: uh if you all provide the questions
1: that's no, cause... I mean like the host of the show.
0: I'll be Oh, yeah, no, and use big big radio voice the whole time. I don't think I could do it.
1: You can do it. you can do it. Did you do that on uh Jim Coyle's show?
0: My radio voice? Yeah, no.
1: Uh, I thought you did, I like, guess, the, the, the yeah. morning five or whatever. Yeah,
0: no, I had, like, morning headlines where I would kind of break it out, but it, that wasn't, like, anything I tried to do. That just happened naturally.
2: I'm a big fan of it. Thank you. We need more bits like that to get Scoots. Like, All right, Scoots, here's your five minutes. Just fill up time every morning.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't. that actually really sucked doing that. Holy moly. <laughs> I bet it did. God, because, <laughs> it, like, it, we started at six in the morning – so I'd I'd have to like look up things either the night before and then before the show as well. And it yeah, just no good. That that ugh. oh man. Seven o'clock's not not ideal for me, but six o'clock was even worse. I, I'm
1: so just used to seven AM now that I, I don't I, I think if we ever didn't do this show, I'd still be probably up at seven AM ninety five percent of mornings.
0: Yep. I'm, I might be too just, yeah
1: I think I'm just I think I think my body has been programmed to take probably a couple years to get
2: out of that <laughs> I uh I and I don't I don't mind it. 7 a.m isn't too bad at all um uh, before that though that would be that would be tough um we do have some more news to get to besides aside from the Thorntons Txon which I uh, got plenty of gold on there 502 414 1450. Oscar Sheboy was at the NBA combine yesterday. TJ, and oh, I think the NBA Combine is the most worthless event in the history of sports. Um, anybody that's any good doesn't go to it. Um, I mean, even Chris Livingston didn't play in the five on five stuff. Like, it's it's so dumb. It frustrates me. Well, nah, I think that's silly of Chris
1: Livingston, but uh, yeah. I'm not an agent. I think the NBA Combine should be and aren't they making a rule that like you're not going to be eligible if you don't go to the combine moving forward?
2: Yeah, but they still won't make you do everything though. But, but you got to like show a, up and like measure and yeah, yeah. They're at least going to make you go through the measurement. I, I think it should almost be a requirement that if
1: you're healthy, you you've got to go through the live scrimmages. If the NBA is asking you to do it, like, well, hey, this is an open tryout. If you if you if you don't want to try out, then how are you going to make a team? And in, I, I get it; it's not like that. But they need to change that. I, I think everybody who's healthy should be going through the
2: combine. In theory, it should be better than the NFL combine because the NFL combine doesn't do a lot of simulated game stuff. Yeah, you can't do like seven on seven. Right. The NBA combine doesn't – and even like the drill work. You know, I know the skills challenge is different, but like you could have stuff like that where it's competition-based. Like it could be really good, but basketball players are a bunch of babies and they drive me nuts. Um, So – but nevertheless, I I would like for one basketball player in particular to uh, come back. But Oscar Sheboy seemingly had a good NBA combine performance – he also had uh, some individual workouts afterwards. I just saw an Adam Finkelson tweet where Oscar's lighting it up from the three-point land, and uh, afterwards Ben Roberts has quotes from Oscar Shebue, and um, this this is the one that jumped out to me. He said the nil is good, which I love to say the nil is good. That's my favorite way to say it, to, to describe nil. It helped. A lot of us take care of our families, and I really appreciate that. But I'm not focusing on that. I'm go- just going to stay strong and focus on what I'm doing right now. But this is my dream. My dream is to play in the NBA. Um, he, there was also a quote from Zagoria that made its rounds where he says he feels like there's a team that's going to like this, what he does. And um, that this all comes on the heels of last week. I think it was, I guess, on Friday where Kyle Tucker said that there was some growing sentiment that Oscar Sheewe is pretty gung-ho on entering the nba draft tj do these comments do these workouts do, do are you buying the momentum that there is oscar Shiboy uh heading to the nba draft and, and staying put 100 buying that
1: it seems like it's maybe trending in that direction but what happened to oscar's dream of winning a national championship at uk and he wanted to change his number to 9 because he was so dead set on winning a national championship at kentucky and
2: and winning number 9 oh what what about the dream of, the dream's change of of his the plane crashing on the way to indy
1: it <laughs> was a nightmare <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. Different, different.
1: No, but in all I'm, seriousness, like, wait, 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 hold on, Oscar. You still have a chance to win a national championship at Kentucky. Nobody's taken that off the table for you, but now you're just
2: no more? You're not interested in it anymore? See, my, my only thing, TJ, is that um, if these players would be idiots if they didn't try to sell themselves to NBA scouts at the NBA combine. Like, it does them no good to be wishy-washy. So I, I can't read into any comments about them talking about how much they love the NBA at the NBA combine. I just can't. Now, that doesn't mean, and as much as I like to diminish the uh, effect of the NBA combat, I do think there is something to, like Oscar reinforcing to these scouts that he actually can shoot the basketball. Like all those idiots who never watched him play at UK and just assumed that he was back to the basket four feet doing drop steps and getting 50 rebounds a game like no he did more than that so he's reinforcing it he's having good workouts I'm less worried about any comments that Oscar says um than actually you know what he's doing out there it's like they can say some ridiculous stuff I think Chris Livingston compared himself to Jimmy Butler yesterday so like you know I I, I'm I'm Michael Jordan right like that the comments mean nothing to me it's more so of I Oscar might show teams enough and might do enough in workouts where if all he needs is a second round guarantee to go, then he might go. Would it be wise? I don't, you know, that that's up for debate, but I think there might be enough there to convince him that he's, he, he wants to move on. I, I just, I don't know. I, I I get the sense and this isn't,
1: talking with anybody at uk or or anybody with the nba or anything like that i just get the sense that the writing's on the wall that uk is going to add keisha johnson and that's going to be your your front court and maybe the addition of antonio reeves coming back that i think that could potentially just be your team like they're they're there's who you're rolling with and i think part of it's not that Not that Oscar doesn't know if he comes back, he's not a starter for UK. He is; he's the starter at the five position for Kentucky if he comes back. But I do wonder if he thinks, well, you know, I've heard the chirping about my defense. They're super excited about Uganda. I'm, you know, I'm sure he's excited for him as well. Bradshaw is insistent that he's going to play the four, but he's a high NBA lottery pick or projected NBA lottery pick. I, I wonder if he just thinks. If not now to do the NBA, will it ever really happen? And will I have a somewhat decreased role at UK, which I don't think he'd have. I think UK may say that. I think Cal may say that. I think all the all the parties involved may say, yeah, well, if he gets beat on defense, we're just we're gonna put somebody else in. I think you saw yesterday in the combine why you're always going to have Oscar Sheboy out on the floor, is because any missed shot is basically a 50-50 ball for him offensively, defense, I mean, not, 50-50 is maybe even being generous there. It, it's probably closer to 80-20. But he's such a weapon even on the offensive glass because it can keep possessions alive for you. And, Roush, I almost wanted to puke seeing people be like, well, bittersweet seeing Oscar play well it probably means he's gone. He didn't even play that great. Like, now stop me. He played He played Oscar Shibwe basketball. What did you all think Oscar Sheeway was going to do in scrimmages in the combine? Did you think all of a sudden he was just going to like make a mess in his diaper and forget how to play basketball? He's a rebounding machine, so when he's going to play basketball, he's going to rebound really well. I think he finished with 10 and 16 in one of the scrimmages, which like that is a very Oscar game. No doy that he'd go into the combine and have an Oscar-like game. The issues with Oscar are... His defense, it starts and ends on his defense. His ability to spread the floor, I think it's good enough. It can always get better, will get better. I think it's fine. He, when Anytime, like we said, he'd shoot that 18-footer, we'd be fine about it. If he wants to take it back a few more feet and make it a three, I'll be okay with it. You're going to have to hit him, but time would show. and Time would prove if you can or if you can't. But he is not a good defender. He is really, really good at a lot of other things, specifically rebounding, scoring in the interior. He can knock down those jumpers. Nothing he did yesterday should be a surprise to anybody that's watched Oscar more than two games. I can't uh, believe people were like freaking out about him having this amazing performance.
2: I, just, You know what? It's because everybody, like, sometimes the internet and narratives are just a human centipede of bullcrap. And... All that happened last year is people got tired. Like we we just moved a lot of folks moved on to the next thing, right? Like they just all of Oscar's amazingness that that wore off from the first year. You know, like it (laughs) it it just I I, he was still the same Oscar Sheboy. It's just people got tired of the same old bit. Um, But I think he did improve in some ways offensively. Um, so I, uh, I, I don't, I don't know how much he can actually improve defensively, but I still think ultimately, uh, for Oscar's sake, it's, it's a, it's, you're you're playing a risky game. Might as well make as much money as you possibly can in college because I don't, Like, is his style going to get any worse? (laughs) Is is it going to, it's going to get worse if he comes back and just keeps doing the, 15 and 15 thing next year. I don't think so.
1: No, and, and that's probably that could go the other way too with Oscar, but like, is he in a different spot this year than he was last year? Will he be in a different spot next year than he is this year? And that could just be his sign that like it's time to jump off the, the diving board and see where you land. Or what you said, like your your position's really not going to change. Why not cash in on nil, be another college star, set all the records. And boom, you're going to be in the exact same spot most likely that you are next year where maybe an NBA team will want a more experienced rookie, quote unquote, that is just focused on like two things, rebounding and scoring in the interior. I still do think if he goes to the draft, I don't know if he'll get drafted or not. It seems like people would not draft him, which I think he would. I think towards the end of the second round, somebody would say, hey, there's a national player of the year, one of the best rebounders in college basketball history. Let's just bring him in and have him under an umbrella, and if it works out, it does. Into the second round picks, NBA teams could give less than two farts about for what it's worth. So I do think he'd get picked. I think an NBA team will want to have his services and see if it can amount to anything. And and I don't. Do we even get the the sense that UK is really pushing for him to come back?
2: Uh, I don't. It it feels very. Uh... It's it's very bizarre because you would think like I I, I don't know because we're we're in very much a, a wishy washy just like huh eh? one way or the other like but I feel like they should be pushing him to come back I mean he could be he he would be the school's all time leading rebounder if he came back and I know he has his deficiencies but I uh, I just I I would think we would be getting more one way or the other more more definitive talk. And yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't disagree, I don't disagree with that. I think you'd also
1: have just, whether it's Kyle Tucker or, or people that have some connections with UK staff, staff is proud of Oscar, but they're excited about his role with this young group if he decides to return. Like, I feel like you'd be getting more of those stories of just through the media, UK expressing how much they wanted him back to show Oscar the love. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of love being shown to Oscar to come back. Obviously fans want him back, but I, I mean from like a journalism or or media member standpoint, there's it doesn't seem like UK basketball is making a push to the masses that like, yes, we want this guy back. Maybe it's just by design or they feel solid one way or another about things. Maybe they truly don't care, but I, I don't really even get the sense that UK is pushing hard for him to return. It seemed like they were recruiting Hunter Dickinson more to come to UK than Oscar Sheboy to come back to
2: UK. Yeah. And yeah, I could
1: be totally right. wrong. He did say that him and Cal talk every day. Yeah. And he says Cal's super honest with him. But I, I we didn't get a quote of like, oh, yeah, you know, he's begging me to come back. He really wants me back. You're not getting any of that.
2: It, it, it is just kind of – there's never been a situation like this. I mean, a guy Correct. who was national player of the year two years ago, but has such a specific skill set that – it's not desired by NBA teams, and there hasn't been any sort of like, like the the fan base is kind of split on him. You know, some people think that they you can't win big with Oscar Sheboy. I disagree, but we have had two seasons, and there's been one NCAA tournament win with Sheboy. Uh, in those three games, he's averaging like twenty and 6, 17, or something like that. But it's just it's so bizarre the kind of lukewarm relationship people have with Oscar Sheboy right now.
1: Weirdly enough, Kobe Brown, who didn't enter the portal, or did he? Did he not? Did he not? He was asked about that yesterday, and he was like, my plan is to stay in the draft. I want to stay in the draft. I hope I get drafted. But he really danced around the portal stuff. He was like, yeah, but, you know, it's always good to have options and, and, and keep any he, – he, he basically didn't confirm that he may go to another college. I, he had a really interesting quote, too. It seems like a lot of players aren't really sure. What the dealio is. Caleb Love, former UNC player that helped lead them to the national championship game just a couple seasons ago. He had transferred to Michigan, but supposedly didn't have the grades at Michigan. The, the his transfer uh, grades
2: from UNC, which the jokes write themselves there, really oh, low yeah. hanging fruit. Right, right. I, I I thought about it, but I was like, no, that's that's too easy. You can hear
1: Trevor take that low hanging fruit in the three to six o'clock hour today. <laughs> he 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 will jump all over he'll he'll like he'll he'll think he'll be the first person to come up with that one where he'll be like UNC classes <laughs> <laughs> But I that is weird. Like he committed months ago and he's just now finding out that he's not gonna be able to get into Michigan. Well, he would have just finished up his spring
2: semester of classes. Yeah, but
1: so. you feel like along the way they'd be like, okay, well, you know, here's what's going to crap. Here's what also, we will be able- is
2: it, Isn't that the most Michigan man bull crap you've ever heard in your life? Like, Ooh, we, we are such an elite school here. You have to have the best. Gr- like, Michigan, get over yourselves and suck it. Take it out. suck it in your Text around the Thornton's
1: text line says, TJ, always check Twitter first. And it's a Ben Roberts saying Oscar Sheboy also addressed the loophole that would allow him to transfer. If he does ultimately decide to return to college, he moved to put an end to speculation. on never transfer Kentucky's my home. I wasn't talking about Oscar. I said, Kobe Brown.
2: Yeah. Um, I also didn't read far enough down to like, that's the second to last paragraph or no third to last. Well,
1: I I just, I never, I I never thought Oscar Sheboy would transfer from UK.
2: I didn't either. Uh, I will never transfer Kentucky's my home.
1: That's good to hear. I didn't think he, he would transfer. I think it's pro or come back to UK. I would like him back in Kentucky. Why would you not? And I I just, my question is how much is UK even pushing for him to come back to UK? Maybe behind the scenes. It's a lot. We don't hear about it though, for people that just kind of follow along on the day to day. So let's take our last break. Come back. Thornton's text line. A lot of good text and we can call it a Thursday. Still no golf in the PGA, right? They're under weather delay. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Something to watch once I, once I, once I get nice. off the air. Nice. All right. Final segment of Kentucky roll call coming up next.
2: Heaven help us, baby's got her blue jeans on. She can't help it if she's made. The- just comes naturally Now the girl can't help it well up on main street
0: by the taxi stand. welcome
1: back
2: to kentucky roll call i think i was in love once really what was her name i don't remember that's not a good start but but keep going
0: i'm all out of love i'm so lost in
1: And welcome back. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call here on the Big uh, X, 96.1, 1450 AM. No good. I can't do it. No good. I can't good. do it. It just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. Welcome back. Well, TJ Walker, from Justin
2: Kalen. You got to dig deep. Uh, welcome back to uh, Kentucky Roll Call on the Big Now X. you sound a little like EJ Clark. <laughs> I think I was trying to do the cowboy.
0: Lie from and the backside. It.
1: <laughs> that was offensive dj clark
0: <laughs> i actually dj got the pregness ej he picking? um i think probably mage but so he was in here on friday doing a show and i was talking to him about how i'm trying to nail his voice i'm like i, I told him i was like ej i got to keep practicing i want to get as good as dugan cuz dugan's ej impersonation is great so i did like a little practice round for ej he was like that's not bad
1: <laughs> well, if he liked it that's all that matters <laughs> Text on in, last call for text. Of course, text line's open 24-7. If you get it in uh, during the off hours of the show, if you're a podcast listener, we'll try to get to it the next morning. As folks are aware of, you're probably also aware of the Big exports Radio golf card. You hear the commercials. We are officially one month from the day to Father's Day. Get prepared, folks. One month from today is Father's Day, June 18th. Big Exports Radio Golf Card is the perfect gift for your peepaw. Park Mammoth, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Wooded View, Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. The Park Mammoth course, by the way, I've just continued to hear amazing things about it. Can't wait to get down there. Check it out myself. The 2023 Big Exports Radio Golf Card has a limited supplies, but get yours today at bigexportsradio.com or call 812 725 1457. I know that. Last update at the backside of Churchill Downs, Dugan said that they were about, I think, over halfway out. That number has since decreased. And with this Father's Day push, it's we're going to probably run out by Father's Day. So go limited, ahead and in limited, limited, Go to BigExportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. It's been a fun show today. What more do we need to... We, we've got the text line, obviously. What other quick hitters? I'm glad you brought up the Oscar stuff that needed to be talked about just but uh everybody I still can't... thinks antonio reeves is coming back so i will still think antonio reeves is coming back not really yep. sure why we're
2: not hearing anything there but but um i think they're just waiting for the for the right time the right time
1: cutter bully will be committing around 11 we talked about that in hour one make sure you go back and listen to the podcast join us on the kentucky roll call facebook page on the twitter page we have fun there i posted a hilarious vid- video on the on the Twitter page yesterday it only got one like. UK offered the boozer twins who were going to Duke, but I guess it doesn't hurt to offer. You never know.
2: Never know. You never know. Um, I wish that the Twitter page did a better job of like notifying you that something new was on the Twitter page. I get I get it all the time.
0: You know, where else on Twitter, they're on the communities page
2: there'll be a little blue dot when something's new. Just yeah. so you know. I know, but I don't even, like, it's it's hard for me to even figure out where the community it's, page is. It's
0: right next to your notifications.
1: It's at the bottom, like where your direct message is on the bottom right, and then the notifications is to the left of that. To the left of that is your community updates.
0: Unbelievable. Oh,
2: see, I'm, I'm on, it's not there on the desktop, so maybe, hmm. maybe I need to be on my phone more. Oh, well, there we go. Heartache. I got to click on three dots to get to communities, and then it pops up.
1: And then I get, like, when we get new members requesting in. We had it, oh well, I don't know if you can have it where it's open or not, but between the Facebook page and the Twitter community, we had a bunch of spam, so we had to make some changes. Right, right. Man, I've accepted like speaking robots. the, The Facebook page was just a bunch of people trying to offer jobs, and it was clearly spam and not real jobs. But, gosh, that was so annoying having to delete those.
0: I've accepted, like, five people into the Facebook group in the last week. Pretty crazy.
2: Way to go. Good job, to, Scoots. You know you. who else does a good job? Our Texers on the Thorns Texan. 502-414-1450. All right, time for the real question. Is Kentucky going to miss out on any football recruits because the biggest donor decided to blow $10 million to play politics? Think of all
1: that nil money just wasted. Yeah, I've got a take on this. First off, this was probably the best thing that could happen for UK Athletics. Because oh, yeah, what if so she would have won the nomination and then yeah. lost? And how much longer on that would go? But she got to play governor for a little bit. She spent way too much money doing it. UK and their staff was able to kind of support her. Thumbs up. Yeah, you you go, Kelly. But behind the scenes, not really have to ruffle too many feathers because everything went so quickly, burned bright, now it's out. So it was probably the best-case scenario from a UK athletic standpoint. And secondly... When people say blow $10 million, that's nothing to the crafts. Like that's just like, it's it's nothing. It's like you've taken out a $10 bill out of your wallet and given it to somebody out on the streets. But for what it's worth, all that money, I shouldn't say all that money, but a good chunk of that money is going to be like, at least she spent it on Kentucky media and Kentucky news stations and businesses that made her silly shirts and signs that were in Kentucky. So at least the majority, at least in my brain, the majority of that money is getting funneled back into Kentucky, which doesn't seem like blown money to me. She just went yeah. a weird way of uh, doing some like Investing stimulus back tracks. in the state. Yeah, it was a weird way to invest back in the state, but uh, in a losing effort where she basically was paying like $230 per vote or whatever that number ended up being. But it was the best thing for UK athletics. Nice. Uh. And secondly, folks, way. like you know, getting an endorsement from DeSantis and all that stuff, she's she paid for that. She paid for that, and she she's gonna want. She she may be the ambassador again someday. Yeah, that, that, that's that. It's money. It's investments when she pays for that sort of stuff. Now, when she pays DeSantis and those out of towners, Ted Cruz and stuff like that, that's not money that's necessarily going back into Kentucky. But she's doing that to make sure she will have a landing spot if. The next president is Republican, including Trump, even.
2: Yeah, she did work for him.
1: People forget that. That's politics, baby.
2: Yep. Pay to play. Uh, Robert says, my parents also went to Paris and got divorced. Uh, wow. Years later, but that's besides the point. I would be a little worried, Nick. Whoa. Roush. Gosh, I hope everything goes all right in Paris. Or is in Ted Lasso, uh, we'll never have Paris. Which by the way, I guess is this was the series finale last night? I'm two
1: behind now. I was two behind, but there was a new episode last night, so now there's now I'm back to being two behind. And boy, has this last season people want to complain about Game of Thrones last season being bad. I don't know if there's ever been a worse season in television than this final season of Ted Lasso. I'm gonna finish it because why not? But holy smokes. Did they let Chat GPT, right? This final season, shout out to my buddy Nolan who made that joke. A horrible, horrible season.
2: They, uh, they when they got back to the sports, it got better, but like the whole some of these storylines, I'm just like, you're just wasting our time. When the guy in the locker room
1: demanded everybody delete all their pictures they have on their phone. Boy, did I just want to turn it off instantly. I was like, that's totally realistic that in a sports locker room, one player would go around and basically bully people into having to delete pictures from their phones.
2: Basically, they're trying to, uh, I get what they're trying to do, but like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I personally don't like it. I don't need the message. Maybe, maybe some people do need some of those messages to just be decent, but like, um, feels a little uh, ham fisted, a little over the top. Thing. Yeah, I think that's a well put.
1: I think John should wear jorts and a KRC t-shirt, call himself Roll <laughs> Yeah, John, did you make a decision? The The radio audience oh. is dying to know. Uh,
2: I think Scoots and his roommate need to see a counselor if they're going to make this work. <laughs> nah, we're good. Is his roommate similar to Oscar's roommate,
1: Gil? Oh, that's where it came from.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a text says, oh, I, I wonder a- if he knows.
1: <laughs> uh, Scooch doesn't watch The Office.
0: Nope, I have no idea what that's referencing.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's great. Have you and Gil ever been ice skating together?
0: Absolutely not. Do you like ice skating? Uh, sometimes. Not not particularly. It's cold. Man, I did it
1: like four years ago, and I think I got the wrong pair of skates. But my ankles were in hell, and mm. I'm a super freak athlete. So for me to have that happen. <laughs> I did a Viking cruise from the Rhine two years ago. You're right that it's mostly older folks, but we had an amazing time. I can't recommend it more. Well, that's all I needed. A random text on the Thornton's text line. I'm in.
2: Well, and, and here's the thing too, TJ. Is it a bad thing if you're sharing vacation with a bunch of old people? I mean, they're going to keep to themselves or be quiet. Like it's,
1: so it's kind of uh, nice. Yeah. That's, well, good point. The Roushes and Walkers and, and, and Scoots and Gill, Vikings Riverboat Cruise 2024.
2: I just um I just imagine too like signing up for all of these like couples activities. And
0: just, like, <laughs> that is what like a whether he like
2: dinner Scoots and Gill.
0: Whether he likes it or not, that is now his new name.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you'll have to you'll, you'll, I'm gonna you'll, call. are going to let him know. I'm gonna We're call gonna get it. Gil
1: to listen to this damn radio show? <laughs> Whatever it takes. We just, we, this summer, we're going to get them, we need to get them on. Oh, we we're, will, for sure. Shoot, is, is the microphone working? Um. Or is it the same old, same old, or have you not checked
0: it so, so, I had John test it last week, and it appeared to be working. So, I'll, I'll try to see if I can test it again today. Make sure.
1: All right, I, I mean, obviously, we it, it sounds, I think, great when we go from home. Yeah. But there is fun being in studio. So oh, hopefully we can get that so much out. fun in studio. Excited for the new studio, too. Same. If we ever get the invite. Anyway.
0: Apparently, it's coming. They're, they're moving.
1: Reminds me of the South Park Game of Thrones episode where they go see George R. R. Martin. No, the, yep. The, the Dragons are coming. They're coming. Uh, Texter says, Brandon Miller with the second pick at plus 106 and Scoot Henderson with the third pick plus 133 is literally so free considering the draft order. Brandon Miller is a better prospect than Scoot, and the Hornets don't need a point guard with Lamelo starting. Blazers most likely will be moving on from Damien. So him at third makes all the sense. Better hop on before the odds go down to minus money. Well, Brandon Miller at the second pick, I totally agree with. And Scoot Henderson probably at the third pick for the exact reasons you su- you said. I-, I-, I agree with this Texer. That does seem like good bets to be had if you have the means to make those bets. But Brandon Miller will go number two.
0: Scoot and... Henderson can suck it. <laughs>
1: He's trying to steal your name. He is. Yeah. But thank you, Texer. We love good betting advice. That seems like good betting advice. So we appreciate it on the Thornton Sex line. Speaking of bikes, did any of you all ever go to Chrysland Trails back in the day? I know it's the South End, but can't remember what neighborhood it was located in. Big dirt trails with jumps and berms. Ah, it takes me back. I never did.
2: Um, never heard of it. Chrysland, the road is not far. Like I got friends that live over there, not too far from me. And I'm pretty sure they developed all of that. Like I think it's I think there's new houses where you're referring to yeah um, i never
1: went there i did go to paintball asylum which isn't necessarily south end although the I way mean, people way out stone street categorize um, the south end i'm sure it's probably under their umbrella but, but
2: oh but most of the thing is texture if you're dealing with any sort of city like if you're in, in jefferson county there's a good chance if you've got some sort of dirt bike trails a lot of it's going to be developed um that was the case in the the kind of area behind my neighborhood but it, there was the one part they couldn't develop is where they had those big kind of uh utility towers and like i mean you just can't you can't do anything there so like uh, i i went back there recently to see if my old place was still there and yeah you get there's still a little bit uh but for the most part a lot of that stuff just gets it just turns into neighborhoods gotta gotta build houses somewhere uh, a lot of houses being built Oh, yeah. Texter says, "Gents, I love the cruise talk because it's so relatable. I went on a a cruise my senior year of college spring break, and I can't tell you how much fun it was with it being my first cruise. Scoots, I'm telling you, you would have so much fun. Everything's right there. You don't have to worry about Ubers or anything. Clubs, casino, gambling, pools, unlimited alcohol, food, and even more depending on what ship you take. And Get the drink package, and you can drink as much as you want without a single worry in the universe. And that was my thing too, TJ, is um, I, I thought I could be cheap, But I was like, "This is stupid. Like, why would I go through the hassle of sneaking booze around? Mm -hmm. Like, to spend the two hundred bucks because drinks are expensive if you don't get the drink package." And I think the way that it worked is it was like you got twelve. It was either twelve or fifteen drinks per day. And even in college, I tried to do that, but I couldn't because if you got beers, they served them in like thirty-two ounce cans. So like it was, it was a race to try to do that and. Uh, one morning we had lit day and i it, we were just carrying people out of there it was uh it i was feel like I,
1: there was probably a lot of wet underwear and sheets that day <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, i was in a wheelchair too because i had like a broken ankle so like that was my easiest way to get around the big ass boat and like i had to put somebody in like they had to use my wheelchair to like wheel people off i just like sat by the pool while they were cart people back to their rooms. It was very, very amusing.
1: I was at a bachelor pool party in Vegas and one of our friends was too drunk, but it wasn't like it wasn't anything that we weren't totally unused to. But they they shame people that get too drunk at the pool parties and make them have to ride out on wheelchairs. And
2: (laughs) that's great. Boy,
1: the pictures and videos from that. This was now seven years ago. They they (laughs) still they still make the rounds. So um and it's still jokes in the fantasy football league and all that fun stuff. Good good times.
2: The one so, clubs very overrated for bachelor parties. Pool parties expensive but very fun. Like uh, yeah, you you got to pay more to to play more there. I'm out on clubs and pool parties moving forward because I am 32. But if you're in your 20s, yes, recommend. Yeah. It. Well, I'll, I'll you I, I don't think you need to pay for like some sort of cabana or any of that bull crap either. Like if you What's got it? a seat. You just, you're just be in the pool. Like, you're at the pool party. Just be in the pool.
1: Agreed. Agreed. A texter says, along with that, me and the lady friend who have been dating close to a year will be going on a cruise in June, and we're so excited. Flying to L.A., and the ship will be taking us to Insada, Mexico. Ensenada, Mexico. Never heard of it. Do you guys get seasick on a cruise? That's one thing she's super worried about. And given she hasn't been on a cruise yet, the amount of money I'm about to bet at the casino should not even be legal. Taking straight bands of cash,
2: baby. Hey, think, one think, warning, uh, cruise ships have a higher rake. So, yeah, yeah, that like that's I remember that being the case. But, you you, you know, you,
1: you don't really necessarily care. I remember yeah, I played in a blackjack gambling. tournament on the cruise ship and I'd never done it before. That was a that was a thrill. You basically uh-huh. just like have 10 minutes. You have as much and it's just whoever can get the most money. So like you don't know whether to go big. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I'd like to do another blackjack tournament
2: someday. Also, you you might feel the ship move like two or three times. Uh, maybe if, if your gets, wife is it, well, it's super, girlfriend or sorry. Maybe if she's like got a super sensitive stomach, but I doubt it.
1: No, if she gets seasick, you know that you probably
2: need to move on because she's a huge baby.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, also, final take for Scoots. When you are sailing on the first day, with everyone in the boat, the honeys come out in full force because there's nowhere for them to go other than the pool. Well, that doesn't sound creepy. Scoots, I'm talking about... Buddy, you're just getting really over the top here. Scoots, I'm talking about Bikinis Galore, saying
1: how you're doing, Scooter Dingus, while looking absolutely gorgeous. Just think about the amount of good-looking females you could talk to while getting absolutely mangled off some tequila, bourbon, vodka, or all of the above. Man, just so much fun. There you have it, Scoots. I think Bur- you get the idea. Urban in
2: the sun sounds
1: kind of miserable. How about <laughs> a Land Cruise with Living Plus? <laughs> <laughs> great text. Let's be real. The only way Daniel Cameron pulled off that kind of beat down is because Matt Jones introduced him to his mom. That's a funny text. Who would be on the cover of the swimsuit edition of Cats Illustrated? <laughs> Justin, uh, it'd be Justin Rowland.
2: Um, uh, Jeff Drummond. JD.
1: <laughs> Travis Graff.
2: Just heard the appraisal story on podcast. That hasn't happened to me yet, but I do worry sometimes that I get followed or chased because of getting comp pictures, especially in some extreme rural areas.
1: Uh, it's uh, there's there's been a couple times where I've had people stop me. Um, one person like started taking pictures of my license plate, and I was like, I, I could not take. You can take a picture of anything, buddy. Feel free. I'm. Uh, I've had. I've got enough stories that we don't have enough time for today. What other big does Kentucky go after if Oscar doesn't come back? I don't know if they do. I think it may be Johnson and Bradshaw, and but then again, with Lance Ware gone, you may just need another body. So I don't know, Texter. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, the the Scott brand for toilet paper is by far the best brand for toilet paper. It's not remotely close. Do you guys agree that toilet paper brands matter? Oh yeah. We should move past that. Uh, it matters Wes, when you
2: got a bidet. You should upgrade, Texter. <laughs> Oh, here's Rash talking about the bidet. Listen to listen KRC. To, oh, go ahead. Listen to KRC while we'll hitting some dingers at the driving range. I almost took the guy next to me when you brought up Trevor believing he could pole vault. That's the funniest thing I've heard in a while. Yeah, that. that
1: I love that people listen to KRC while they're golfing or hitting golf balls. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for listening, buddy. Hey, guys, Tim in Lexington. Hey, Tim. I do architectural surveys and photograph people's houses all the time from the public row. Most get the drill, but others are like the guy that followed you, TJ. I can understand their curiosity, but to get angry is just dumb. I mean, have they seen Google Earth or maps before? Yeah, that, that's 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 where I was kind of defaulting to. Tim, it's just like your 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 house is out there, folks.
2: Yeah, I can even like look at the expected value.
1: I, if you if you live in Jefferson County and I know your name, I can see where you live and how much you paid for your house. It's public information. So it was family guys night.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: Are they roommate? Oh, we already read these. Um, Me and my Yuval friend had this debate for years. He continues to bring up it on a regular basis. He tries telling me that back in 29 to 2015, it didn't matter where players attended college for draft stock. Do you think Tyler Tyler Hero gets selected first round if he doesn't go to UK? Like he thinks he still would have been a first rounder if he attended Peppercorn State instead of Kentucky. It matters sometimes. It doesn't matter in other instances. Tyler, Tyler Hero is a good example. Yes, playing at UK got guys drafted higher than if they would have played elsewhere. That's just factually true. Anybody else saying otherwise is a hater. Now, people like Anthony Davis, they're probably pretty solid throughout. There are some that are solid throughout, but there's some like Daniel Orton got drafted in the first round. Are you kidding me?
2: that is pretty crazy
1: <laughs> john here good morning everyone butler is still doing his thing man he's a clutch player especially in the playoffs now tonight the nuggets get the victory and get their second win of the series or will the lake show even it up i will take the nuggets by seven i never bet on the pga but hey give me Wyndham clark and adam Shinnick. Sch- i feel like sh- or will do great great name I- for a golfer i boy do i know nothing about golf so it's just called costly intuition well i got to go talk to you later TJ, your bro here, you want to go to the baseball game tonight? Just kidding. Kids demanding job. Nobody wants to go to the baseball game with me tonight. I've come to the grips with that. TJ whining, while I only think the Ohio River is 10 yards deep, all credibility gone. Not sure you'd get permanently stuck, but I hit the bottom of the barren River sometimes. It's easy to get caught up. You'd probably break free but not have time to get to the surface. Interesting take. Interesting take about the Ohio River. Um, we're going to have to end it here, I guess. I miss the days we went long, you know. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Just get It's always nice fun team. to make
2: sure the text line's loaded up, ready to rock and roll. No, oh, it'll be loaded up for tomorrow. Batcats
1: tonight, UK gets the win. I'm pumped about it. The Nuggets get the win. There's my predictions for this
2: evening. If you want to go quickly, feel free. Cutter, going to UK. That's the best prediction that we could possibly have. Let's make it happen, baby. I'll take Fl-
0: Florida. and the Nuggets.
2: Okay.
1: There you have it. Everybody have a great Thursday. Thanks so much. This is a lot of fun today. This is KRC on the big X Friday what you show. When life deals at a surprise, have
0: a few surprises of your own. No matter what you do, no matter where you go, you've got to have an ace in the hole. You've got